Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 165. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. Man, I got to tell you guys, you are pushing play to another blazing week. We are having an incredible week. Everything's happening for us. Uh, I just want to say thank you for your guys' support. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. I just want to remind you, you can find this podcast on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, You guys should know by now that this uh, podcast uh, releases every Thursday. Um, every Thursday we get a new, some new content. So, uh, that's a great thing for the podcast, but I've been working on getting our next blaze talks together. Uh, so we're going to be looking forward to that. I hope you guys have been having a great week because, you know, we starting off with a gloomy day today. Uh, looked outside. It was a little windy, a little wet. Uh, it hasn't been raining too hard, but really, uh, just love this type of weather, especially here in late April, you know, uh, we need the rain, especially for the summertime. Uh, we've been in a drought for such a long time that this type of rain every now and then is not a problem. I, I, I just don't like to be in the rain. I don't like to be walking in the rain, working in the rain. But if I have to, I will. But we have to we have to remember that we, we need to keep this uh, weather uh, here for a while. Because I'm definitely not ready for that heat. That heat is going to be coming right around uh, May time. Uh, June is not too far away. So summertime is right around the corner. Uh, we need to be prepared for that. Uh, just this week has been real kind of tough for me. Uh, you know, just coming back from vacation, going to work. The week has been so long. Uh, feet's been kind of hurting. Ankles kind of hurting. Uh, but but really sticking it together, trying to be positive, trying to stay in, in a good mind uh, and, and stay mindful that, you know, I, I have a great life. We have a great life every day that we could wake up. We, we got to just take that as a blessing. Uh, but this week is real uh, simple for me, you know, just trying to get back into the podcast, trying to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, got, got a lot in store for you guys this week. You know, uh, we're talking about... Uh, what's coming up for, for the podcast and, and things that, that you guys should be looking out for. Uh, but one thing I really want to talk about this week uh, was just how important it is for you guys to support, you know, local businesses, to support uh, everything local right now. Uh, one thing's for sure is I have not been. I have not been uh, really doing my part. Uh, want to start doing that a lot more. Uh, things that I uh, want to do have been tough, you know, with the work schedule, coming back from vacation. Uh, but but I'm really going to put that on my agenda start, you know, going to, to events around town, uh, starting new uh, networking with, with other people. Um, been talking to some other podcasts, trying to get onto some other podcasts, you know, and if you guys know anybody that wants to get on podcasts, you know, definitely bring them my way. Uh, there, there's uh, so many around town right now, so many great ones. And I just want to just continue to support, uh, those that are around me, you know, my peers and everybody around me that are making moves to try to create for our, uh, 
region of, of California. You know, we don't really have a lot of representation, but uh, when we do, we got to really support it. So not only support this podcast, but also support a lot of local podcasts. And just a couple of podcasts that I would like you guys to check out are uh, Black Audacity um, Podcast and also um, Still Here Podcast, which you know, has is making actually a big, big full stand here in uh, our local region. So make sure you guys are sticking around for, you know, a lot more of our local segment uh, coming up after I give you guys a couple of uh, reviews that I got for the week. So uh, just wanted to start off with just saying thank you for sort of supporting my podcast, but also make sure to support other podcasts and also uh let me know what podcasts you guys are interested into you know th- that's one thing for sure is I'm, I'm definitely into podcasts right now um not only local you know i i brought out too but one, one thing's for sure is i think podcasting has been taking over uh radio has been taking over a lot of different outlets and i i just hope that each and every one of you uh takes a big uh, thought and and really uh, want, and if if you want to create a podcast, you can always contact me or contact any of these other creators here in the local area. I think anybody uh, would be able to help you start or either start or either uh, show you how uh, it's done because it's an amazing uh, thing to start to be able to create and, and do something on your own. Uh, but that's something that I like to advocate, especially here in our local area, just because we are underrepresented. Uh, you know, we need a lot more creators. We need a lot more people to push uh, the torch, to push this uh, burning passion that we have here for Fresno to get where it should be, especially uh, as the arts, uh, as, you know, culinary and, and uh, uh, music juggernaut. I just feel like we we are definitely uh you know the the small uh the big fish in the small pond that's how I feel we are so hopefully we could uh get a lot more podcasters uh going in in the upcoming months and the upcoming years um you know I've been doing this for 3 years now not really uh many podcasts have been coming out of the uh, Central Valley or representing the Central Valley the way that I think it should be represented and that's why I do what I do and hopefully you guys are sticking around for a lot more because uh this is just the beginning for the podcast even though we're uh so far in we still have a lot more to go so hopefully you guys are still enjoying the journey with me but also enjoy other people's journey as well because uh the support is needed but this week i wanted to talk about uh one of the the, the latest releases uh from one of my favorite poets of all time and you might not know him as a poet. He's more of an MC, but I just feel like the way that he spits his lyrics uh, is a lot like a poet to me. Uh, I'm talking about Five Dog, and Five Dog is a rapper, um, and he's from the legendary group, a tribe called Quest. Uh, but throughout the 90s, Tribe Called Quest uh, was one of the funkiest hip-hop groups. Um, they are definitely in the top five of all time groups uh, of all time, you know, during my childhood years, I, I wasn't such a hip hop listener. Or I wasn't really looking for it. I should say, uh, 
Um, so I really listened to the Tribe Called Quest uh, later in my adult life, you know, and learn to appreciate, learn to uh, just gravitate towards this kind of sound, you know. Um, but I do remember the mark that they have left, you know, on my generation. I just didn't realize it, you know, at the time. Um, but luckily, you know, I have went back, listened to all their albums. Uh, but my favorite album from Tribe Called Quest would probably have to be uh, Low End Theory. Uh, but this album is special. Um, this new album, it's called Forever. It's a, a posthumous album for uh, Five Dog, uh, he, who passed away, like you know, in 2016. Uh, but this, this is uh, at this time for Low End Theory. Um, this was when Five Dog was coming into his own, you know, really um, was perfecting his craft. Alongside of Busta Rhymes, I mean, Busta Rhymes is one of my favorites too, but he's more of my favorite solo act. Um, but in this group of Tribe Called Quest, Five Dog was one of my favorites. Um, the execution of that of this album uh, started to come to life, you know. Um, it became an integral part of hip-hop and, and the history of hip-hop. Um, the, the identity of the music was unknown at that time you had you know a lot of jazzy riffs a lot of uh jazz um and hip-hop put together um but it was a great way to really highlight um uh, the hip-hop culture and um last month there was actually a released a release that i missed um like like i i introduced earlier the forever posthumous album for Five Dog, um, and that's the album that I want to review this week, um, as his legacy is passed in time, um, to honor really Five Dog, this album was released right around the time he died in 2016, um, but the album really resonated with me, just because he is, like I said, one of my favorite poets, um, with his latest project, um, I believe it has a breadth of its own. It features some of hip hop's greatest MCs and the production is on point. If you're a fan of a tribe called quest, I think you'll love this album. Um, and if you love great music, I think you'll love this album. Just make sure you stream it. Uh, it's called forever. Uh, my favorite songs of this album are nutshell part two featuring Busta Rhymes and Redman, Only a Coward, and Residual Curiosities. Well, this album was just a great listen all around. Uh, gave me a lot of nostalgia back to, back to the 90s almost, you know? It gives you that funky sound. Um, love listening to that jazzy, uh, that jazzy uh, vibe. Uh, it makes you feel happy, you know? It makes you feel alive. Not much music does that to you nowadays. Um, so definitely check out this uh, album. And I, I just want to say um, RIP to Five Dog. Um, and I hope, you know, with introducing you to this artist this week, I hope his music will last forever. So make sure you check out Forever 
Um, and that's his uh, posthumous album by Five Dog. But this week, we're able to watch a lot of different shows, but I wanted to introduce you something different this week. You know, I started watching a new type of genre show. It's it's really a reality dating show, uh, but this reality dating show was super intense. And if you're not heard of it, this is a good time to hear about it. It is hosted by Vanessa and Nick Lachey. Um, the show is called Ultimatum, Marry Me, or Move On. And the show is about couples who are having trouble making the big step from boyfriend and girlfriend to uh, a married couple. Um, so the concept of the show is six couples will break up and then pick one person from another couple to move in with them for three weeks. Um, during this course of time, they will really experience a new relationship you know this will test uh the strength of their previous relationship and inevitably find out if things are better with another person um this show had really it had it all drama suspense um and just love um so i i, I just see these people and what it takes uh, to be in a relationship and especially in the, in these days right now where I think there's so much so much temptation and I think you know that that plays a part in a lot of relationships where I think people are unknown uh, about their decision about marriage uh, I think this experience uh, shows a lot of people that they're not uh so much different, you know, from another person, um, or relationships are, are never the same, never, you know, each, each thing is, has its own, uh, identity. And, and, and I think what they find out is that, um, it's almost, almost harder with another person, especially if you've had, uh, a longer relationship with the prior person, you know? So, this will test the strength of their relationship. Um, and this show, like, like, it just packed, it all, it had it all. It was packed with a lot of, a lot of different issues, you know? Uh, but the show allows the contestants to see what is needed to fix some of the problems that each of these couples had. Um, but this show on Netflix, definitely stream it. Um, it's a weekend binge. I'm not, I'm not usually a reality show consumer, but this one seemed a, a lot different. It seemed a, a lot more real. Um, so I, I definitely wanted to give it a chance. I, I definitely was hooked once I, I saw the first episode. Um, I also just got a wake-up call from it in a way, like just how much I needed to change, um, how much I didn't realize you know, the things that maybe I do, uh, that I need to work on that, that, that my wife or my significant other needs to, um, work on as well. So watching this was kind of a wake up call for both of us. Um, I, I just think relationships are a tough thing, especially nowadays and seeing that, uh, these couples really put their love to the test. It, it, it really takes a lot of courage takes a lot of strength and seeing that, you know, some couples don't make it out. Uh, it's just 
that that's just how the cards are played out. I feel like. Um, so make sure you check out this different perspective. You know, after watching this whole uh, first season, it definitely gave me a different perspective. Uh, but this is something different to watch. And I think you'll get hooked uh, once you check out that first episode uh, because of all the drama. But let me know what you guys think about that uh, ultimatum, marry me or move on, uh, hosted by Vanessa and Nick Lachey. All right, now let's talk about some local stuff. And this past weekend, our Fresno streets were filled with cruisers that took over Fresno. Uh, this Easter weekend, eight different sideshows took place and overwhelmed police officers. The calls were received around 9 p.m. and the latest, I think, around 1 a.m. in the morning. And overall, there were over 100 citations and close to 60 cars impounded, which 40 of those are impounded for 30 days or more. The videos hit my timeline late on Easter night, showing cars doing donuts down the street from my house on Blackstone and Ease. And then I also saw some uh, other videos showing uh, people doing donuts right there on, on uh, Belmont. Uh, but these, but these cars, you know, are always taking over, you know, Blackstone, always taking over, you know, the streets. They race all the time down right here off of, uh, Friant Road. Um, you, you hear it all the time. Uh, but these cars are, are literally doing donuts in the middle of the street, <laughs> uh, tires burning, uh, smoke bellowing around the group of spectators. You know, the, the car is barely missing these spectators. Um, and this is all in the middle of an intersection. Uh, the police were definitely outnumbered. There were not enough police on traffic control. You know, I remember doing this in high school. I remember my friends doing this in high school. Uh, definitely a dumb thing to do, but definitely, I think kids could be doing a lot worse. You know what I mean? They could be doing a lot worse. But I'm not saying it's safe and I'm not saying it's okay. Uh, but I always thought it was a cool thing, you know. Uh, but now definitely have different feelings about it. You know, you grow up, you kind of you kind of evolve and you kind of understand that things like this uh, should not happen. But, you know, as kids, we I, I guess we did it as kids. Uh, but one thing I just want to say is just, just be safe, you know, be safe out there. You know, there's going to be a bigger police presence now. So if you're, you know, driving around and, 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 you know, you're not a part of this at all, you know, just, just make sure you're, you're, you're watching, uh, your surroundings. Um, and I know they're going to be curating now a street team because of this and this, especially, now, because of this be, uh, being that uh, Fresno ha hasn't seen this for a, quite a long time, and, and knowing that uh, they took a, took over streets, I mean, street intersections where cars could not get through, people were gathered around the whole intersection. Uh, definitely unsafe, but definitely, I feel like cops, you know, the more cop presence is not a better thing. Um, but this new street racing enforcement will be, will have 
being curated from Fresno PD, uh, Fresno's uh, Sheriff's Office, and uh, Highway Patrol. So police will also be reviewing all the footage that has been seen, uh, seeing if who these spectators were, who these drivers were, who's taking part of these sideshows. And they're definitely trying to prosecute um, these people from these from these sideshows. Um, so just make sure, you know, you're taking your guard. Make sure you maybe stay off of the, the big streets when you know it's a cruising night, it's a weekend. Um, just make sure, you, you know, you're staying um, on the offensive. Um, I just hate to say it, just stay off of, you know, Blackstone during cruising nights. Uh, that, that's the only thing I can say. Um, and, and just know your surroundings. Just know uh, that you're going to be safe. And, and definitely this, I, I don't know. I just say stay off of Blackstone. Stay off of those those major major roads, uh, especially on the weekends. Uh, but definitely I don't think this is a, a good thing. But I think kids nowadays uh, with this pandemic, you know, you're going to see a lot of this. Outlash, you're going to see a lot of uh, different weird stuff like this is taking place because, you know, we've been pent up for so long and this is how uh, people express themselves. So I'm not saying this right, but I'm not saying this wrong, but I'm just saying stay safe. Now let's talk about some local music now. Every week, you know, I like to highlight a new artist, uh, especially on the local scene. Um, and this week, I would like to introduce you to one of Fresno's hottest artist right now. His name is Elijah, and he just released his project, Good Music Part 1, which has been banging on my playlist all week. You know, I'm super, super impressed uh, with the sound and, you know, just some of his sign-offs that uh, he has as, uh, you know, some of the best rappers he, he's been working with. Uh, my favorite songs of Elijah's latest projects are Mind Right featuring Jay Stalin and Young Doe, um, Star featuring Jay Stalin and Lil Blood, and Ask About. And I see, you know, artists like Elijah who's really packaged well. Um, we, we've been seeing a lot of a, a lot more artists on this trend, you know, make, making a, some big noise, making some great music, and especially doing it. At, at, at a great rate, you know, uh, I, I feel like uh, Fresno is uh, starting to bubble up. We're starting to see a lot more artists get um, networking and, and start working with bigger, and uh, better artists. And, and, and this is the way that I think uh, Fresno is going to get into the scene and, and they're going to bring it back and, and really do something with it. Um, so I just hope I, I see, you know, artists like this that are making like big moves, um, and definitely feeling that sound. Um, the beats are, are incredible. I think that's uh, something that I like about Elijah is definitely his production that he has. Um, but I'm glad that I find artists like Elijah and, and I can hear that um, there's going to be more from him and, and definitely see a future. So hopefully you guys will see the same thing. So make sure you guys check out your local scene. Make sure you guys check out Elijah and his latest album, uh, Good Music Part 1. Now let's talk local sports and let's talk about our Fresno State Baseball, whose record is 19-18 at the moment. Uh, the Dogs went 3-2 and two last week in uh, last week's matchups. They played Abilene Christian for a weekend series. 
uh, that went one and two in that series. Uh, first uh, game, the Dogs lost two to seven. Second game, uh, they won nine to eight. Then the last matchup on Sunday, the, the Dogs got the the loss. Uh, then the dog the Dogs faced off against Hawaii uh, and got the win ten to seven. And then then they faced off uh, versus Long Beach on Wednesday. Uh, that was on ESPN, and they got the win four to three. The dogs will be on the road this weekend, facing off against Air Force in a three-game series starting Friday, April 22nd through Sunday, April 24th. Uh, the dogs will face off against San Francisco on Tuesday, April 26th. Make sure to tune in every week as we talk more about our Fresno State baseball. Now let's talk about our Fresno State Bulldogs softball, whose record is 13-30. and 30. The dogs went 2-2 two and two pat the last uh, week. Uh, they started with a three-game series versus New Mexico on Thursday, won their first game 7-6 to six in eight innings. Then Friday, they lost 5-6, to six, and on Saturday, lost 1-4. to four. The Dogs picked their game up during the week, defeating Cal Poly on Tuesday 2-0. to zero. This week, the Dogs will face off back at home versus Colorado State for a three-day series starting April 22nd and ending Sunday, April 24th. Uh, be sure to tune in next week to hear more on your Fresno State softball team. Now let's talk about our Fresno Grizzlies team, who's 7-4. and four. And the Grizzlies finished their six-game road trip versus San Jose Giants. Uh, they went 3-3, three and three, finishing strong after going 0-2 in the beginning of last week. They are currently 1-1 one one in their six-game homestand versus Lake Eleanor Storm, winning their first game 6-5 to five and losing their second game 6-8. to eight. The Grizz will finish off their six-game series starting off tonight. Then Friday, they will have Touch a Truck. Saturday will be Power Rangers Night, and Sunday will be Bark in the Park. Uh, make sure to support your local professional team as they finish their home series. Next week, they'll be on the road versus the Stockton Ports in a six-game series starting Tuesday, April 26th, May 1st. And be sure to check out uh, the dogs at the Chuck for some baseball as the Grizzlies are first in their division. Now let's talk about the NFL. And the NFL right now, we, we've, we've been seeing a lot of transactions, seeing a lot of uh, good signings. Uh, but this week, we got news that Debo Samuels requested a trade from San Francisco 49ers. And this is nothing new. Uh, this is the new trend for a lot of the whiteouts right now. As, uh, you know, the whiteout money has, has gotten bigger. You know, uh, now we're going to see that Debo uh, is looking to, to land a fat contract. Uh, the 49ers are now in a hard spot as they have a lot of uh, money tied in to uh, a lot of current contracts. But uh, Debo has been a big, intricate part for that 49ers offense. And definitely, it's an unknown if he can be swayed uh, to stay with the 49ers for less money. Maybe they could get some more personnel. Maybe, they, you know, maybe they could, they could bring him back for one more year. Um, but he is currently in his prime and is now really a household name. You know, everybody has been seeing his highlights. He's been able to do uh, running. He's been able to do uh, catching. Um, and last year, he thrived in that Shannon Hunt, Shannon offense, which showed really the versatility that I'm talking about. Uh, this also showed how much his worth is making the, 
you know, the, the Niners uh, run in the playoffs, um, which inevitably they lost to the, to the L.A. Rams, you know, the champions. Uh, but they, they had a great run for the playoffs. Um, and there are many teams that are interested. Uh, but some of the teams that I, I think that are, are – I think if Debo Samuels does leave, he should go to. Definitely the Falcons. I'm going to say Falcons number one. But uh, the Colts, uh, the Packers, the Chiefs, um, the Jets. There, there's a lot of teams that are looking for a, a player like uh, Debo Samuels. And this offense uh, that the Niners run will be depleted if Debo Samuels leaves. So they're in dire need uh, to make a, a contract negotiation with Debo uh, definitely that money uh, went up this offseason. So I think uh, for someone that is being used uh, like Debo Samuels, I think he deserves uh, to be paid a, a fair wage that uh, is probably up there with some of the best wide receivers in the league because this next year, I think he could overtake that spot. He could be that number one guy in the NFL. Um, he's definitely a monster. He, he, he uh, runs the ball with a lot of strength, and he, and, he, and he can do a lot with the football. So I think the Niners really need to take this in and really uh, need to understand what's at stake. Uh, but this offseason so far has been heating up. And if, if Debo may want to go out of San Francisco, I, I just the question is where will, where, where will he go? So make sure to tune in for more on the NFL. Now let's talk about the MOB real quick. Uh, let's start with the Dodgers, who are 9-3. and three. The Dodgers have been on fire so far. They swept the Reds last weekend in their four-game series. Then the Dodgers faced off versus the Braves and won that series 2-1. to one. The Dodgers will face off versus the Padres on the road this weekend and will finish off the week in Arizona for a weekday uh, series. Uh, and now let's just talk about the Giants real quick. 8-4, the Giants swept the Guardians on the road. They are currently 2-1 in their weekday series with the Mets. Um, this weekend, the Giants will face off uh, <clears throat> with the Nationals over the weekend. Then they'll have one game versus the Brewers on Monday. And then they'll start the Battle of the Bay for the weekday series. So there, there's a lot more in the MLB going on. But I want to make a short sweep because we're still in the NBA playoffs right now. And the NBA playoffs are heating up right now. Um, as we see in the Eastern Conference right now, we got the number one Miami Heat. Uh, we got them going against uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they're leading that series 2-0. to zero. Uh, We got the 76ers uh, versus the Toronto Raptors. And Philadelphia leads that series 3-0. to zero. And then we got the Milwaukee Bucks uh, versus the Chicago Bulls. And uh, they're actually tied with that series 1-1. We got the Boston Celtics versus uh, the Brooklyn Nets, and Boston leads that series 2-0. So in the East, we got a lot, a lot of basketball to be played. Um, I, I really feel like Philadelphia right now is on a hot streak, especially playing against the Raptors. Um, they're, they got the back against the wall, the Raptors do. They got a lot to, to really evaluate. They have to be able to stop that in-and-out presence from Embiid and uh, James Harden. It's been great to see James Harden play right now. He's been playing like an animal. I, I definitely think people have thought he wa he was washed up, 
Uh, but seeing the way that he's playing, you know, averaging 18 points per game, but uh, passing the ball like a true point guard, you know, really has been uh, impressing me. So seeing uh, that I, I, I feel like Philadelphia will be that team in that Eastern Conference uh, Finals, um, I, I, I called it last week. Um, it's going to be tough to see a, a Milwaukee or Brooklyn or Boston come out of this next series and really uh, beat, you know, um, the Sixers. Uh, but definitely that series, I, 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 I didn't look at the at the playoff uh, bracket last week and I didn't see that um, the next series that uh, Philadelphia would be playing would be that Miami-Atlanta uh, series. So it, it's going to be an incredible road uh, to see who's going to be in that Eastern Conference Finals. But now that I see that the bracket is this way, I think it's going to be uh, Philadelphia and, and Milwaukee. It's going to have to be Milwaukee because uh, Giannis is just an incredible uh, specimen. But um, that's my that's my new um my new prediction, just because I saw the the playoff format now, um, it's going to be uh, Philadelphia versus uh, Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, but then we got the Western Conference Finals, and these 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 series have been incredible. I mean, Phoenix uh, versus the New Orleans Pelicans. We got the series tied right now, uh, one and one. We got the Dallas Mavericks versus the Utah Jazz, and that series is tied one and one. Uh, we got the Golden State Warriors and the Denver Nuggets, and Golden State is actually on a two and zero lead on that series. And then we got the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that series is tied one and one. It's surprising to see uh, these the the difference between the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, especially with that Phoenix and uh, New Orleans Pelicans matchup right now. Uh, now at one and one, but I'm not I'm not saying that um, Pelicans is a bad team. What, what I'm saying is the Suns have been playing at a high level throughout the whole season, and now coming into the playoffs, we see that the Pelicans, who just got into the playoffs, have now won. One game against you know that team that has been on the top the whole the whole way. Um, Pelicans have been putting it together uh, late in the season after they uh, you know <clears throat> acquired C.J. McCollum. Uh, but the most interesting series to me is this Golden State Warriors and Denver series, which Golden State leads right now two to zero. Um, Golden State has been just mocking. I, I don't mean in a, in a bad way, but they've just been mocking. Uh, Denver and really just pushing their buttons and testing how far this team can really take them. Um, Golden State has shoot, been shooting the ball lights out, um, and I don't see them slowing down anytime soon in this Western Conference uh, playoffs. They know what they came here for. They have the core that has done it before. So I think Golden State Warriors coming into this series 2-0, um, Denver really has to put some stuff together. Jokic uh, looking real frustrated, uh, can't can't really uh, do anything on the defensive side, especially against that three ball. So um, the, the Denver Nuggets are, are, are going to look for some answers in the upcoming uh, game. But um, in game three, it's going to be at home for the Denver Nuggets. So they really need to put, put the pieces together. And then the other interesting matchup for the West is uh, the Memphis Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, two of the most electrifying young 
athletes, uh, John Morant and Anthony Edwards. I mean, these two guys going at it and seeing their dads having a great time at it too. Uh, I think they actually have a bet for whoever wins this series, their, their dad has to win the other son's uh, jersey. So th th there's a lot at stake, you know, in this series. And seeing that uh, these young gunners are, are really putting it together at a high level, uh, we might see uh, one of these teams go into the – Western Conference Finals easily, but you know we got a lot of basketball to play. Uh, this is what I love about NBA playoffs; it brings so much excitement, it brings so much uh, pleasure to me to even talk about it. Um, the the other team that I haven't talked about yet, and I think I should, is the Celtics. You know, the Celtics have uh, got that two zero lead right now against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, what I think about the Celtics is they know how to do it together. Um, you you have to really take take them and make them play a one on one game with you, and if not, they're they're really passing the ball really well. And, and seeing that game one came down to a last shot, uh, Brooklyn really had their high hopes. Uh, but seeing that the the series is now going back to Brooklyn. Uh, we're going to might see a different Durant. We might see a different Kyrie. They might be able to put together two games at home. So these playoffs are just intense right now. I hope you guys are enjoying them. Uh, let me know what, what games are you guys are, are, are looking forward to watching. Uh, what, what players are you guys watching as well? You know, to me, with the Lakers being out, it's, it's almost more exciting for me this year because I don't have to go for a team. I can go for these players that I, I love. Um, such as uh, Chris Paul, such as Kevin Durant, such as Curry, such as uh, John Morant or Anthony Edwards. You know, uh, just seeing that um, the playoffs right now are playing at a high caliber, we have to be happy as fans. So make sure you guys tune in for more on the NBA. But I want to thank you guys for pushing play this week and every week. The support goes a long way. I just want to remind you guys, every Thursday, you can find new content here at the Blaze Podcast. Uh, make sure you guys are sharing the podcast. Make sure you guys are letting people know that this podcast exists. Um, you know, this podcast is definitely not only for me, but it's definitely for you guys trying to get you guys involved. So make sure you guys are staying tuned. Make sure you guys are supporting your local businesses. Make sure you're supporting your local artists. Make sure you're supporting your local podcast. I'm Alejandro Oveda. I'm signing off episode 165.